Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure. Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at uh, ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. Montana's only daily sports talk show, Nuanez Now. Watch the show statewide on SWX Montana Television. I like football! First, you get kind of frustrated, and uh, then you just don't know where all your stuff's at. But then you start to get excited. Man, can't wait. We're on the road. One of my favorite events of the year starting tomorrow. It's madness, baby. The Big Sky Conference Tournament. Boise, Idaho gets kicked off on Saturday, and we'll be there stem to stern Saturday through Wednesday this year, for those that uh, aren't aware. I was a little bit flustered and uh little uncertain about the new tournament format for Boise this year. And now I'm excited. I know that there's, you know, some gripes from the the fan side of things. I totally get it. But just from a, a logistical standpoint, it's actually going to be a lot easier for us just because we're going to be, uh, we'll be through the first couple days of the tournament and then the real action will be happening with, uh, Presumably, a lot of the teams that you care about the most here uh, in the state of Montana still playing. And uh, a Wednesday night championship game night, probably not the best in terms of if you want to go over there, watch the Grizzlies or the Bobcats or the Lady Grizz or whoever might make it that far. But I do think it's going to elevate the exposure for the league on a national level. And that's the whole point. That's the whole strategy of why they moved the tournament dates around. Also, a little bit more manageable. Because it's just a five-day deal this year instead of sometimes it's been six, sometimes it's been seven. Uh, just a, a couple extra days. The other part I'm excited about, though, is the moving of the Big Sky Tournament means that I'm going to be able to go to the state tournaments for the first time in quite some time. I've been trying to figure out where I'm going to be Saturday night. I know I'm going to be in Butte next Friday for the Class AA tournament. I'm going to watch all the Saturday hoops up through the boys' championship game. So the AA boys' championship game tips at 6 p.m. on Saturday, uh, 
from Butte America. But the Class A Boys Championship game isn't until 8.30 in Bozeman. So it isn't unrealistic that I might be able to hit them both. And uh, we'll see. But either way, I'm so excited to be able to take in all this Big Sky Conference action. I'm so excited to be able to take in all the high school basketball action. And uh, so excited to be going on the road once again for the NCAA tournament. Uh, our tournament takeover officially underway starting uh, tomorrow. This is Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. SWX Montana Television and the ESPN MT app. Uh, expecting Rajim Seabrook in studio. Not sure if he's coming or not. Haven't heard from him this afternoon. He sent me his playlist, so uh, we'll, we'll see. But we still got plenty to talk about today. The AA Divisionals rolling. Uh, the Eastern AA Divisional is in Great Falls. And the Western AA Divisional up there in Kalispell uh, at Flathead High. So... Uh, got re- up up to date results. We'll try to give you those as best we can, both today and tomorrow. Tomorrow's gonna be a little interesting. We'll have an update for you uh, from about four o'clock, but then tomorrow I'm gonna be on the road, and so the show we have curated for you, and you're gonna not really know any much that much of the difference. Uh, we have a whole bunch of great guests that I've already recorded with this week, uh, but maybe the one thing we'll be lacking is just instantaneous real time scores. But we still get we'll give you. As many as we can. We'll have an update in each hour uh, as we make our way down to Boise, but it should be fun. Um, But all sorts of basketball action coming down the pipe. And by the time this weekend is done, we'll have the state tournament fields from AA, A, B, and C. We we got most of the A, B, and C already done, um, but we'll have AA uh, after the divisional tournaments uh, round down here uh, over the next couple days. Also, fun night of hoops last night. The Frontier Conference had their championship games. I guess it was two nights ago. And uh, Slugfest for the women's championship. Carroll College comes out on top. That's their fourth Frontier Conference tournament championship in the last six years. Michelle Sayers continues to run one of the best programs in the country at the NAIA women's level. And then at Tech, Montana Tech, uh, they were really bad in the first year under Adam Hyatt their third-year head coach, and they've been really good since then, and they win their back their second straight uh, Frontier Conference Championship. So we'll talk about that as well because uh, some familiar names, some, some prominent hoops names from the state of Montana that first made their names as great high school players, then uh, got a little bit of love as Division I players, and then transferred to the Frontier and have been absolute standouts. I always think it's cool when kids land at the right level and then maximize their experience. And sometimes, you know, Division One isn't the only place where you can really make a name for yourself, especially in a great state like Montana. So we'll talk about some of the best players from that Frontier Conference uh, doubleheader, championship doubleheader uh, from the other evening. Also, just how entertaining that men's game was. I mean, up and down, so many threes. Uh, Montana Tech scored triple digits. I think they set the Frontier Championship game scoring record. Uh, so pretty cool there as well. We'll also give you as many real-time scores as we can for the Missoula schools as part of our Garden City Spotlight in hour number two. And we also have uh, a little blindside action after the 5 o'clock hour. And we also have a little footy 15 excerpt from Soccer in Snow and Smoke, uh, a soccer podcast. From our guy, Andrew Houghton, our producer and a contributing podcaster uh, here at ESPN Radio, as well as a contributing writer at SkylineSportsMT.com. You are listening to Nuanas now. We are coming to you through the ESPN MT studio here at the Missoula Broadcasting Company. Missoula Broadcasting, locally owned and operated, and happy to say so. 
We got all sorts of stuff for you. Before I tell you what I'm holding in my hands, I'm going to tell you about a fun event tomorrow night in Missoula. We got a whole bunch of tickets for you. The Grizzly Cross team, they host Montana State. If you hadn't heard, if you missed yesterday's show, Grizzly Cross toppled the juggernaut of MCLA Division II. That's the Men's Collegiate Lacrosse Association. Grizzlacks beat St. Thomas. The Tommies have won six of the last nine MCLA D2 National Championships, and they were the number one team in the country for the first couple weeks of the season, but the Grizz beat them 10-8, to and now the Grizz are the number one team in the country. They host 11th-ranked Montana State on Friday night, 7.30, under the Washington Grizzly lights. So we got tickets for you. Right now, call 406-888-1029. That's 888-1029. Call right now. First two callers, we got a pair of tickets for you, each of you, to Friday night's game uh, between Montana and Montana State at Washington Grizzly Stadium. If you haven't checked out Grizzly Lacrosse, check it out. If you haven't checked out Collegiate Lacrosse, check it out. I keep saying this. I keep touting the praises of these guys. But Grizz Hockey, Grizzly Lacrosse, and also the Montana State equivalent of it, it's really high-level stuff. I mean, I know it's a quote-unquote club sport, but they raise a significant amount of money. They're funding this at a you know a a varsity level, uh, the only things that are really different is just the scholarship part of it. But they have great funds coming in. They're playing competitive schedules, and the 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 sports themselves are very good, and that's why they're very entertaining. A lot of you have been out to Grizz hockey games, so you know I'm not pulling your leg. You know that it is really really fun. Um, go check out the little cross boys, though. I, they're doing a great job, and uh, it's really fun to follow along. Oh, I, I forgot to mention, speaking on the Grizzly Cross, no, maybe we'll do this in, in uh, hour number two as well. Uh, we'll hear from Justin Rink. He's the uh, Lacrosse National Player of the, of the Week this week. He's a defenseman for the Grizz. Jeff recorded an interview. Jeff Safford, our guy in the back, he recorded an interview with Justin recently uh, in the last uh, over the last couple days. So we'll fit that in either today or tomorrow, just depending on uh, how all the, the puzzle pieces uh, fall into place. If you're watching on TV or you're watching on the ESPN MT app, I'm holding something super cool. This is a uh, one autographed basketball jersey per box. So in here, you could get anybody from Lonzo Ball and Nikola Jokic and Giannis Antetokounmpo to Sean Kemp, Larry Johnson, Dwayne Wade to Allen Iverson and Clyde Frazier, Larry Bird. You never know what jersey you're going to pull out of here. And uh, this was a gift from the good folks at Zootown Sports Cards. They're also hooking you up with so many cool prizes. Our bracket challenge will start uh, after we get back from Boise, but teasing it right now, we got sweet prizes from Up Top Clothing. We got sweet prizes uh, from Katie O'Keefe's. We got sweet prizes from Paradise Falls. We got sweet prizes from the Desperado Sports Tavern and Grill. Sushi Hana. We're going to load you up all the way. More than, we got thousands, literally thousands of dollars worth of prizes. But uh, this is just something cool that I was showing off. And uh, we'll open that sometime in the next month, but uh, not today. But I just wanted to tease our upcoming bracket challenge and all the cool stuff uh, that you are going to be able to win. Rajim Seabrook says he's on his way. Says he's a couple minutes away. Uh, so we will uh, have him slide right in here in just a little bit. But first, let's do a little prep extra. Prep Extra presented by Farmer State Bank. Farmer State Bank, enriching the lives of Montanans since 1907. Farmer State Bank is enriching the lives of Montanans right now because they are offering an awesome scholarship program. Ten $10,000 scholarships. 
That's right, 10 $10,000 scholarships uh, to aspiring high school seniors. You only got a couple weeks left. March 15th, the deadline, so less than two weeks. Visit FarmersEbank.com backslash scholarship. And if you are you or your aspiring high school senior wants to apply for those, uh, go do it. Look at this guy. What up? <laughs> Rajiv Zebrook in the house. Uh, you're right on time, my man. How you doing? What's going on? I guess I'll uh, I'll plug you in and I get you going. There you go. What's up, dude? Uh, you know, just uh, just ended parent teachers conferences, which was a lot of fun. So uh, nice. How's how they doing? All good. I Wonderful. Mean, your, like, kids are like, the, your kids are the my best. My kids are man. great, man. They're they they are gifted. They're talented. They're skilled. They're loved, and uh, I'm blessed, f- uh, fortunate, and lucky to have them as my children. Well, I love it. Raj uh, rolls with us as often as he can, and uh, fun to have him in studio. Prep extra. Let's talk about some of the uh, divisional basketball scores that are going on. The crazy day is a crazy day for sure. A uh, couple resounding wins, first and foremost, uh, by Missoula Hellgate. They had the early games. Uh, in the girls' tournament and the guys' tournament up there in Flathead. And uh, that's what you get when uh, you are one of the top seeds. The Hellgate girls, they roll 63-33 over Kalispell Glacier. Big Sky girls got a big win as well. They win 46-39 over Helena High. Some might call that an upset, but the Big Sky girls are pretty good, man. They got a couple really good young young players, sophomores and freshmen, that are uh, they're coming for sure. I T-minus... 800 and whatever days, two years from now, Avery DeCoit will be a candidate. I'm, gonna, I'm pulling a Coulter, everyone. <laughs> She'll be a candidate, possibly a candidate for a Gatorade player. No, for Watch. sure. No question. No, no, no doubt about it. And uh, Caden's coach, you're also an awesome player there, Big Sky. So that's a good win for the Big Sky girls. Big Sky girls have been playing tremendous mm-hmm. uh, as of late. They, I think they've won seven out of eight now. Travis Williams doing a great job in his first year as the head coach. They've carried all the momentum from that walk-off buzzer beater they hit against Hellgate at Dahlberg Arena. Sometimes, you know this as a coach. Sometimes moments like that, then you just fall flat the next couple games because you can't match the enthusiasm. But they haven't lost since then, so that's pretty good for Big Sky Girls. No, that was that was the uh, that was the first of many uh, balls to drop uh, out of the air. And Big Sky's momentum right now, like that's a scary team that that you don't want to play for sure. Uh, Hellgate's boys, they beat Flathead 66-55, and uh, certainly. A hard-earned effort because this tournament is being played at Flathead High, so there was mm-hmm. probably a little element of uh, home court advantage there. Capital, the defending Western AA state champions, or the defending AA, I should say, state champions, they beat Butte 58-46, and uh, we are awaiting the most recent result from Capital Girls versus Sentinel Girls. Uh, that game tipped at noon, so I'll, I'll look on Twitter on the break. I don't have an official update there, but we should have a final from that one. Also, right now, Butte girls and Flathead girls getting ready to play. And then tonight, you got the Big Sky boys versus Glacier at 6.30. And the Sentinel boys versus Helena High uh, at 8 p.m. On the east side of things, top-ranked Billings West, no trouble in the first round in the girls' uh, Eastern AA tournament. They route Belgrade 67-33. This tournament being played at Great Falls High. And uh, the Bison protect home court. Great Falls High beats uh, Billings Senior 42-33. The Bozeman boys, they keep on rolling. They've been kind of one of the surprises. You know, it's hard to say that Bozeman's ever a surprise because they had such great athletics for the last 15 years. But this specific Bozeman team, I don't know if they had a lot of high expectations, but they've been very good this year, and they get a 59-46 win over Great Falls High there uh, in the Electric City. Skyview and Senior boys should be coming down uh, to it right now, and Bozeman Gallatin's girls versus CMR girls, they'll also tip sometime during the show. 
Tonight, it's the Gallatin boys, who have been very good as well, uh, versus the CMR boys, and then the Billings West boys versus the Belgrade boys. So we'll give you as many uh, up-to-date scores as we possibly can. Uh, is there a reason? I got a question for you. It seems like right now, in, in especially in high school hoops, there's more, uh, I don't know, Parody is kind of the wrong word. There's, I, I don't really think there's a definitive favorite, especially in this Western AA tournament, in boys or girls. Is it, do you think there's a reason for that? Programs have just gotten better. I think that's part of it. I think the fi- it's because it's Big Sky hired two good coaches. I think that's part of it because Big Sky has kind of been below Sentinel and Hellgate in basketball the last couple of years, but now they're not. They're good in both, on both sides. When you get good athletes with good coaches and yeah. good coaches who actually care about the kids yeah. and not their own ego, that's what happens. The wins start, uh, the wins start catching up. What I'm also seeing is just kids, there's a certain, this generation, a couple of years older, um, that they want to play to win. Like, sure. It's not just fun to play anymore. Sure. I want to play to win. Yeah. And uh, we're seeing that. And we just have kids that are just honed in on their on their craft. They're sports specific. They're, yeah. They're, they 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 want that scholarship, you know what I mean. Totally. So all the things, so a lot of factors. I think that also we've seen a resurgence of sports in Helena. I don't know if there's like an economic part of that or a socio demographic or a socioeconomic part of the demographic or what it is, but there's a lot of really talented high school kids in Helena. Helena took Helena's always been a great sports town. It took a dip for a second, but now Capital and Helena High are both really good in a lot of different sports. We see that with the Capital boys and their football championship this last year. Well, I think Helena, Helena and Bozeman are two great examples. Of, of why things are different across the board for sports in the state of Montana. Yeah. Helena has grown. When That's you, right. When, totally. you can, when you can have a whole new basic province known as East Helena, that means people are moving in. They're not just moving into East Helena. They're moving into Helena proper. For sure. So the amount of people that are moving in there, you're getting guys that probably would have been four-star athletes in Texas. No, for sure. That are now killing it in Montana. Yeah, that's why East Helena's been so good right away. I mean, they joined Class A, and they were competitive this year. They were good at they basketball really right good. away. They're, I was talking to some of my good buddies in Helena, and they were saying they're going to have to figure that part out, though, because where they drew the district line, they didn't expect so many kids so to much. go to East Helena. Totally. All of a sudden, boom, there's like a 600-kid high school, and now Helena High is actually small, when at one point Helena High was one of the biggest high schools in the, in the state. Right, and then you can mirror and parallel that with Bozeman, like sure. with, the, with the new high school, um, with the explosion of, of of Belgrade in the last five to six years, like you're starting to see people come in from all walks of life that are ingrained in sports. So it, it's a it's an interesting observation to look from afar. Uh, the same thing is going to happen here soon. Like when you look at sure. like Grant Creek and them wanting a high school out there, and the the, the boundaries between uh, you know Frenchtown and Missoula proper shrinking, you're going to see that, and we'll we'll see other schools kind of uh, bounce back. Loyola's had a bounce back year, and if you look at some of the kids from from you know they've transferred in, they're coming from other walks of yeah, life. Yeah. So here we go. Ron James Seabrook in studio with me, Colter Nuanas. Yeah, Nuanas now it is our prep extra presented by Farmer State Bank. Uh, how about this? I hadn't actually looked at the box score. I had only looked at the final score. Hellgate's girls, a 63-33 win over Glacier. Are you ready for this stat line? This is ridiculous. Alex Coville. Goes, oh, oh, I did hear. I heard she about goes, this. She goes 10 of 10 from the floor. Perfect 10 of 10. Yeah. 26 points, 20 rebounds, and 10, 10 blocks. blocks. I know. That's the one that got me were the blocks. That's the Wilt Chamberlain, bro. You don't get 10 blocks. Nobody's got triple doubles with 10 blocks. Well, they are when you average height on the other teams, like 4'6". Well, right. No, right. Well, playing, but that's like Alex Koval, right? She's about 4 or 5 inches taller than everybody. That Everyone else. So against. some yeah. of those blocks are just, it's, it's you know, 
tall genetics versus not so tall genetics. I'm so excited to see how she develops, though. Uh, Alex Coville from Missoula Hellgate. She's headed to Washington State. Pullman. Uh, for those that are unfamiliar with Washington State's women's basketball program, they've been under the direction of Cami Etheridge. Cami Etheridge is one of the great coaches the Big Sky Conference has seen. She just had a blip uh, here in the Big Sky. She was at Northern Colorado for four or five years. But that UNC team that she coached was, I mean, you would ar- you could argue is the best Non-Lady Grizz team of the twenty of the twenty first century in the Big Sky, I mean, they got an eleven seed. Like they were a legitimate twenty eight win team, and and uh, Cami Etheridge has got Washington State rolling a little bit as well. I'm excited to see Alex Koval develop in college though, because she's she's real fairly athletic for how tall and long she is right mm-hmm. now, but she's going to get way more athletic. And when she's go when she gets to the the highest level, it's going to help her so much as well. And she has the frame to add like. 12 pounds of muscle. Yeah, totally. And uh, once she figures all that out, we'll be talking about her in a couple of years, my friend. <laughs> Gotta love it. Um, speaking of, Avery DeCoy, who Rajim sung her praises earlier, her and Cadence Couture each had 14 points for Big Sky in their win over Helena. So those are your most recent updates in terms of uh, what's actually going down there up at the uh, Western AA Tournament. Let's see what else we could find here. Uh, as I mentioned, top-seeded Hawks, Bozeman in the Eastern AA Tournament, 18 points from Jake Casagranda, who's one of the best athletes in the state, and Kellen Harrison, who's also a great player. Killing uh, it. He also had 17 points for the Hawks. Luke Smith, who's headed to Montana State on a football scholarship, he had 12 points for Bozeman in their 59-46 win over Great Falls High. And uh, then for the Hellgate boys... Um, they never trailed in the game in their 66-45 win over Flathead. Mario Rosemond had 17 points. Donovan Headswift, 14 points. Connor Dick, a double-double with 11 points and 10 rebounds. Also in a recent uh, Northern B Challenge game, Fairfield beats Glasgow, 77-34. In a Southern B Challenge game, Red Lodge beats Manhattan, 58-56. In a Eastern C Challenge game, how about this? Luster Christian remains undefeated. Their last undefeated team in Class C. They beat Savage 48-44 in overtime. So a uh, fun one there. Uh, Caden Klatt had 15 points to lead Luster Christian. And, uh, yeah, we'll come back and, and let you know all the ins and outs of what's been going on around the state. But there's some of your most recent scores as part of your prep extra uh, here on Nuanas Now. We'll take an early break, and then we're going to do a little buy-sell. And we're also going to talk a little Big Sky Conference hoops. All that next. Keep it right here. Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. Oh! It's Nuanas Now on 102.9 ESPN Missoula. Watch the show statewide on SWX Montana Television. But I sometimes feel a little bad for people like Biz Marquis. Just because you get so big so fast off one song, and then it, like then people inevitably hate you because just because your song was too big, you know what I mean? Well, see, that's that's your age speaking out against you, sure. Because albeit that that was one of his biggest hits, sure, he had a a slew yeah, yeah. of other just like straight party jams, and what he's not credited for is the DJ he was. Like he was sure, an amazing okay. DJ. But he also wrote more songs than people give him credit for, Hell too. Yeah. So some of the favorite things, like Biz was a clown prince of hip-hop. Yeah, yeah. That was his moniker, but he was a, he was also a musical genius in his own right. Love it. Rajib Seabrook, hip-hop lessons here on Nuanas Now. Love having you. Always, man. It's always fun. Rapping about rap and rapping about sports. A uh, little buy or sell here, because we haven't circled back around to a couple subjects that we talked about a couple weeks ago. We talked for a great while about... 
Eric Bieniemy, uh, his prospects to move on or move up or whatever, and also just sort of the the symbolism behind all of that, what it actually means as one of, if not the most accomplished black coordinators in the NFL who has not got a chance as a as a head coach. Mm-hmm. Well, I said on the show that I thought that his time in Kansas City was wearing thin only just because it has it had run its course for no good or bad reason. He'd just been there for a long time. And then that proved true. He moved on. He's going to the Washington Commanders. What do you think of this? He's only the offensive coordinator, though, not as the head coach. It's a lateral move, and his, yeah. head, his forehead is still firmly plastered to the glass ceiling known as the NFL. So, um... I don't know. He went from the penthouse to the poorhouse, though. I For will sure. say that. Like, I do think the one thing that might be to his advantage, though, is I think that there's been this this perception that it's not him, it's Andy Reid, right? That people just think, oh, they are, the, <clears throat> the Chiefs are successful on offense because of Patrick Mahomes, Andy Reid, and then Eric Bieniemy. If he can go make Washington good on offense, then that proves all doubters wrong. And he's also going to be working for a defensive head coach at Ron Rivera, so he's going to have a chance to run the offense all by himself. Yeah, it'll be an interesting um, transition for both. The last time we saw something like this that was this impactful between coaches and players and coordinators were the Patriots after Tom Brady right. uh, went to Tampa Bay. So it'll be, <clears throat> pardon me, it'll be really interesting to see what manifests from both clubs. Um, Washington can only get better with a B enemy given right. you know what he has. Um, I'm I'm not sure where Kansas City goes from here because there's there's a lot to be said to the success of where Kansas City has been and the enemy has been there since the beginning for sure. So it'll be it'll be a tale of two tapes and we yeah. will be talking about it. Yeah, I mean the enemy is going to have a lot of ammo if Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid aren't as good and the Washington Commanders become good. All of a sudden now there's there's no way you can doubt this guy. We'll see where it goes. There's a lot of different scenarios that could play out here. I need them to not be good. Because <laughs> I need my Giants to be alright. I need them to be, I need the commander. I mean, the enemy. Man, I hope you mess up, kind of. You read the news, man? It's like, they don't, it doesn't even matter who they hire as their offensive coordinator, man. This is the biggest dumpster fire ever, dude. This Dan Snyder thing is popcorn every day. It's crazy to see just how much he has messed that franchise up. I mean, he's just run the thing into the ground. It's one of the most valuable franchises franchises in all of pro sports. They're unbelievably successful until he bought the team, and then they've just been awful in everything. Like, this whole thing with the NFL and all the stuff that's leaking, I mean, the most recent report is this dude is so greedy, he was charging his own team to millions of dollars to put their own logo on the bus. Like, what are we doing? This guy might go, to, might go to federal prison by the time this is all said and done because of all of this crazy extortion, tax fraud, hiding money, well, all he, sorts of crazy stuff. Send them to prison or send them to some send some mental institution because my man, he's, it's just one gaff after the next. This is my issue with him. Why do you do this on purpose? Who raised you, son? Right. Like, that's my question of the day is who raised you? I mean, when there's a lot of thought out there that people think that other people are just inherently good. And I think that it's very nice when people think that. Sure. I do think most people are inherently good. Sure. I think there's inherently bad people. I think Dan Snyder's a bad person. He's just a bad person. There's also oh. inherently dumb people. He's inherently dumb. <laughs> it's amazing you could be so rich and so, so stupid. So stupid, man. It's unbelievable. Uh, not even analysis about the specific person, but just the concept of it. Aaron Rodgers went on a darkness retreat. I've heard across... Talk radio, people just completely killing this guy for this. 
I think Aaron Rodgers and him talking about himself is nauseating for sure. So why are we talking but, about him? But I actually think that he's getting a raw deal for this darkness retreat because I've actually studied this a lot. I don't know if I have the personal discipline to do it, but the concept of going and sitting in a dark room and meditating for a couple days, disconnecting yourself from the outside world, from the screens, everything, I think that there's actually some validity behind it. So even though I am tired of hearing about Aaron Rodgers, I think the darkness retreat is actually kind of a compelling idea. Okay, I do my own form of sensory deprivation to kind of get in your head, relax, get the body sensory, get the mind grounded, get the spirit, get the aura not looking as dingy as it does from the day to day. Why are we talking about Aaron Rodgers? Who cares what he does? I'm serious. He don't pay my bills. He don't pick up my kids. He doesn't call you at 3 in the morning and say, hi, how you doing? Who cares? I don't care about the poor man's uh, Con Air stunt double looking like Nicolas Cage with that greasy ponytail. I don't care. There's my answer. Our, our, uh, one of our resident Packers fans here was a little broadcasting, Jeff Safford. He's on the board for the show. And he just went and turned the lights off so he could be coming to you from the dark there behind the glass. <laughs> Doing his best Aaron Rodgers. I love it. Uh, what about the, the other one I, I talked about quite a bit? By the way, did you get your car figured out? Dude, it was an old battery, so I bought that. And it just it got was just, cold. It just got cold. That's good. Uh, your car breaks down either the most warm temperatures or the most cold temperatures. Yeah, you know. My Energizer Bunny took his ears off that day. Um, I talked, when you weren't able to make it in, about Lamar Jackson. And I actually ended up talking about the entire situation for a long time because there's a lot to it. What, what do you think, before I give you all my thoughts about it, what do you think of Lamar Jackson? I mean, is he coming back to Baltimore if they franchise tag him? Is he going to play, or is this going to be a holdout situation? Is the, is the bridge burned there in Baltimore? I don't know. I think, I think you know, going back to old school Biz Marquee and the Queensbridge crew, the bridge is over, man. Like, it's just, it might just be time to cut your losses and move on. He's still young. He's still going to be a dynamic player. Teams like the Jets may need him. And if Aaron Rodgers gets stuck in the dark in the closet because he can't walk out, Green Bay may need a quarterback. Who knows? It's time for Lamar Jackson to move on. It's too polarized of a situation. It's going to impact everyone else in the organization, yeah. including the players. It's just not a healthy situation going forward. Clean slate for everyone going forward. Text in from uh, a couple texts in, actually, from a loyal listener. Uh, she says, first of all, stop talking about Aaron Rodgers, period. We agree. Okay, yeah, we <laughs> I love you. I don't know you, but I love we, you. We'll stop talking. She also says, though, shout at you. Sorry. She says the Giants owner is just like Alex Burda, just because you inherit a bunch of money does not make you smart. So <laughs> no, I, That's not a shot at me. If it's truth, it's, it's truth. truth. It's true, it's true. I, I, I just think that somehow, some way, the stability of organizations gets lost on people. Like, I don't understand. I agree. Like, it's one of the most important things in sports. Like, why are the Niners good all the time? Because they have a really stable organization that invests in success. Totally. It, why are the Warriors... I mean, the Warriors were the laughing stock of the NBA for like 40 years, and then they got new ownership and a new general manager and a new coach, and now they're the... the Absolute kings of the NBA. Poster children. Yep. Poster children. It's just like business, man. You get, it's got to be run uh, really, well. really well. Uh, Nuance now, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. Uh, we can tread lightly on this one a little bit if we'd like, just because we've talked about this a lot from a lot of different angles. Uh, but I wanted to get your most recent thoughts about it. Zach Cruz, Missoula Sentinel standout. He's officially walking on to Montana State. I know him, know him well. I know you do. You coached him. And, oh, yeah. Uh, we're not going to rehash all of the reasons why this is in the news. Zach Cruz got himself in some trouble. There was a, a lot of uh, 
there's a lot of missteps by a lot of different people all along the way, and uh, the kid hasn't played football in more than a year, but yep. now he'll be joining the Montana State football team. He was one of the best players, one of the best athletes in the state of Montana during his career at Missoula Sentinel. Absolutely. Uh, I say go forward, learn from your mistakes, and move on. Like We just got to get past villainizing people. He is a 18-year-old kid, and anyone that has something to say about an 18-year-old kid making a mistake... Oh, boy, there's going to be a lot of glass houses falling all over the state of Montana. Let him play. Let him do what he's going to do. He's learned his lesson. He's 18 years old. You're going to vilify him till he's 50 for this? Give me a break. One word, four letters. Next. Yeah, Let the boy play. I agree. I agree. And, you know, there, there's a lot that goes into it. But uh, I do think that uh, Zach Cruz, from all of our interactions with him here at ESPN Radio, uh, he's an awesome kid, man. I love to have him on the show. He came on probably six, seven times during his high school career. Really well spoken. He's 4.0 student. Uh, you know, he gets it done across the board. He's one of yeah. great leaders at that high school in a Absolutely. variety of different ways. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, the kid just, first and foremost, he gets he deserves the opportunity to continue his education. That's what I want for him more than anything. I know he was going part-time to school over there in Bozeman, kind of mm-hmm. buying his time. But mm-hmm. uh, more than anything, I just want this kid to be a full-time college student, first and foremost. Yeah, he's a, he, when you look at what happened to this kid, he made a mistake. We have, If you are human, you've made a mistake. That's right. If you are human... You done messed up. If you are human, your intent did not meet your impact. Right. Okay? Let it go. And for the naysayers that want to vilify this young man, shame on you. Let this young man, he he paid a, he paid a steep price. For sure. He, he paid a huge, huge price academically, socially. For sure. Um, educationally, physically. Let him go. Zach Cruz, I love you, baby. Do what you need to do at MSU. I love it. Thanks for the perspective. Uh, much appreciated. Reggie Seabrook in studio with us uh, here on Nuanas Now. Uh, a couple more things to get to, but first, we got two more tickets to Friday night's Grizz lacrosse match against Montana State. Grizz are number one in the country for the first time in their program's history. Did you hear about this? You must be a couple days behind the news. They beat the number one team in the country last week. They beat St. I, Thomas. No, I knew they I knew yeah. they beat, but I so didn't know poll, that the poll I didn't know that yesterday. propelled them into the number one yeah. I might I might go freeze my tukis off tomorrow <laughs> night for the old boys in so, uh, Maroon. We got Regime some passes. We also got some tickets for you though. So call us right now, 406-888-1029. You want to watch number one Montana versus number eleven Montana State, 730. Uh, under the Washington Grizzly Stadium lights, call right now, 406-888-1029. Your boy's been playing a little bit of lacrosse, right? Oh, he's an athlete. I bet. He's a gamer. See, I, lacrosse is interesting because I remember when I was in high school, I was football, basketball, baseball, then played some golf in the summer, but mostly I spent my whole summers playing baseball. I was, I mean, you'll look at me, I'm, I'm not a basketball player. <laughs> I can shoot it a little bit, but like, I was, you know, playing center in two sports. Let's just put it like that. I really wish that I, I would have dominated in your league. <laughs> I, I wish. I just wish that I would have had opportunity in lacrosse because I remember in high school going over to Coeur d'Alene and my cousins were in high school and they all played lacrosse. And I'm like, man, that's sweet. That's like basketball and baseball and football all mixed up and into one. Soccer and soccer mixed into one. Right. I was Absolutely. Like, this, this sounds way better for the 6'1 guy than the basketball. Like, let's do this, right? <laughs> um, but Quentin's loving it. Is he, is he doing okay? Yeah, he's good. He's right now he's in the middle of basketball, um, AAU and Parks and Rec, and then he'll transition into to, to club lacrosse, um, you know, for the spring summer. Um, it's a great sport. A lot of it, it's it's such a regionalized. It, for a while, it was a very for regionalized sure. sport, much like hockey for sure, and wrestling was right. right? Yep. Like it wasn't 
Basketball's I still say lacrosse is regionalized. It's just reached multiple regions now, right? Right. right it was right. the Northeast forever. Now we're getting a lot of action in the Pacific Northwest, and I think that's totally. why it's matriculated into Montana. Totally. And uh, well, there's been the reverse migration. A lot of people from the Northeast, totally. COVID have left and gone to the South, and now to the Southwest and lacrosse and the Northwest and lacrosse in the last ten years has just taken fire. Um, it's a good sport. Moms love it. A lot less concussions. You still get to play contact. And it's, you know, opposite, depending on where you live, opposite of football season. So you get to, you, you don't get to um, erode one program to support the next. Big Sky Spotlight, breaking down all things Big Sky Conference hoops. And we'll talk a little Frontier Conference hoops next. But before we go to break, give us a call right now. We got two more tickets for you to the Grizz Montana State lacrosse match on uh, Friday night, 7.30, Washington Grizzly Stadium, 406-888-1029. Two more for you. Big Sky Spotlight presented by Maldonado Law right after this. Keep it right here, ESPN Radio. This is Nuwana's Now on 102.9 ESPN Radio Missoula. What more can I say? Top billing. Gotta love it. Mm. We could go forever and ever. Mm. I was just letting my man rap. I wish it was on TV right now so you could see him groove it out. But if you're watching on the ESPN MT app, appreciate it. And if you're tuning in on the radio dial, thanks so much for being here. It's Nuanas now. Uh, Rajiv Seabrook riding with me, Coulter hey. Nuanas, here uh, in the ESPN MT studio. Before we dive into a uh, Big Sky Spotlight, which, by the way, had uh, lunch with my friend and, and uh, partner, I guess associate, client, Dave Maldonado, Maldonado Law, what an interesting guy, and uh, loved uh, getting to know Dave and working with him. And the Maldonado's Law, Maldonado Law, excuse me, their goal is to provide quality and thorough representation throughout Montana. Dave Maldonado has incorporated sophisticated management systems, utilizing cloud-based technology, and maintains trained and competent staff that officially run daily operations so he can focus on the thing that matters to you, your case. If you're facing DUI or criminal charges, you need legal guidance you can count on. Dave Maldonado, Maldonado Law, they're here for you. He's been an uh, active attorney for more than 12 years, one of the most successful trial lawyers in the state. If you want to find out more about how Maldonado Law can help you, visit BigSkyDefender.com. Before we get into some Big Sky Conference stuff, how about a couple former Big Sky Conference athletes and one potential Big Sky Conference athlete that is having a lot of success? And I think it's fun when, when athletes land at the quote-unquote right level. And I think there's a lot of variance in that there's a lot of nuance to it but yesterday the frontier conference players of the year came out and jamie pickens who started her career with lady grizz from helena high she's now at carroll college she shared the women's award with brindley fitzgerald who's a dylan montana product who started her career at montana state and now plays for montana western carol and western played for the frontier conference championship yesterday and uh, i guess two days ago and carol won 53 47 so that's that's pretty cool a couple in-state gals uh, showing well for their respective schools. And then Caleb Belich, who was an outstanding player mm. for Manhattan Christian, so led them good. to three straight Class C state championship games and won one. They were the ones that derailed the R. Lee dynasty, and Caleb Belich started his career at Montana State, and I thought he was good enough to play at Montana State, honestly. But he transferred to, to Montana Tech, where his father, Jeff Belich, was a great player himself, and uh, Caleb has been thriving. He was the men's player of the year in the Frontier Conference and also led uh, Montana Tech to a 103-92 to win mm. over Providence in the uh, front, game. Frontier Conference Championship. And then the last one I thought was fun to highlight is Philip Malatar. He was the star on those R. Lee teams that Belich battled in the state championship three times in a row. 
And uh, he is now over at Eastern Oregon, and he was his conference's player of the year this year as well. A kid who could have gone to the, the Grizz, ended up going junior college and then Eastern Oregon. And uh, I don't know, I just think it's fun. Sometimes, like, first of all, this is cool in Montana because D1 athletics have a lot of allure. There are a lot of glitz and glam and glory Shiny. and all that. Sleek and sexy. But in Montana, we love following the athletes from Montana. And so, mm-hmm. you know, playing for the Grizz if you play for Montana or you're from Montana or playing for Montana State, you're going to get a lot of eyes on you for sure. Mm-hmm. But also, a lot of people follow Carroll College in Montana Western and Montana totally. especially the in-state kids. And so, I'm just happy for all these young people because they all landed at a level where they can absolutely excel. And it's just a great side of the argument where, hey, would you rather be on the Grizz and, and be a contributing player or whatever, or would you rather be the player of the year in the Frontier Conference and winning championships? I think there's good sides to both of it, but I just think it's cool for these athletes they land in the right spot. You know, everyone talks D1. My kid's got to go D1. I hope my daughter goes D1. Like, right. Don't be denied greatness at another level. Totally. You can be D1 and be holding a towel for four years of your life and, and, and barely scratch. Or, totally. you know, go D2, go D3, go NAIA and ball out. Like, go have fun with it. And I always tell kids when they ask me recruiting advice or parents, too, I say, you got to check the boxes holistically. Uh, oh, where do you want to go? I love that. Like, where do you want, first of all, where can you see yourself living, right? Yes. Do, do you like the town where the college is Warm at? weather. You live by a beach, in the mountains, sure. in the desert, all the things. And even if you're just staying in Montana, there's a huge difference between Butte and and Helena and Missoula and Bozeman. The culture of where? Where do you, where do you want totally. to live social culturally? What do you want to do uh, academically? I always Which say. Which should be the first and uh, foremost. No question, because if you want to go to the school first and foremost. Yes. And live in the town, secondly, yeah. then that's going to keep you there longer, even if there's volatility, especially with, like, coaches. Then, okay, you like the coach, that's a good reason. But if you strictly t- choose a school because of either glory or the coach, you're going to get disappointed more often than not. Man, that's like putting your hand on that hot stove. You're going to get burned. <laughs> uh, anyways, that's the news of the day out of the Frontier Conference. Jamie Pickens and Brindley Fitzgerald, the co-players of the year in women's basketball. Kayla Belich uh, from Montana Tech, the player of the year in men's basketball. Let's transition into the upcoming Big Sky Tournament. I'm leaving in the morning, and uh, so we will have a, uh, a Nuana's now curated and ready for you tomorrow afternoon. I got to ask two two things. Sure. Please take pictures and, and send some to me. Yeah. But will you please pick a t-shirt up for my son? Sure. Uh, like a Big Sky Conference t-shirt? Yeah, yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Just because you what won't be able to... Wear? He, youth, large or adult, just, small, just like buy it's it big, right? Just he'll grow adult, small, it. yeah, adult, I know, small. I, bu- I bought both mediums. I bought my nephews both like uh, t-shirts that would fit like eight-year-olds for Christmas. And I'm yeah. like, it'll fit them someday. You know, yeah, you'll grow be, into it'll it. It'll be a throwback, right? I like it. Yeah. So get them an adult, triple extra large. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, an adult small would be great. Okay. I do want to take a segue note. When in time do you ever have two teams that play each other? That have the exact same mascot. Amazing. Yeah, I know. It's the Vikings versus the Vikings. Oh. High school, state B in Washington, folks. You know, at ESPN, we're watching other things. But I just got to take the anomaly. This is like the rare one in a million. For sure. Where you have two teams, opposing teams, from the same state. Yeah. With the same moniker. Yeah, it's amazing. So It's weird. That's what's on SWX right now is uh, high school uh, basketball from the state of Washington. I believe one of these schools is Mossy Rock. I'm not sure what the other one is. W- w- Willickia. Willickia. And, and I'm, if I'm mispronouncing it, I will I lick you? Yeah, for the right amount. No, will I? It, it, that's what it is. Willickia Valley Vikings. Absolutely. Uh, let's talk some Big Sky Conference hoops. Big Sky Spotlight presented by Maldonado Law. Visit Big Sky Defender to see how Dave and his team uh, can help you. 
first and foremost, the women's all-conference came out today. We did uh, all sorts of all-conference talk yesterday between my hour with Chris Redpath, our women's basketball Big Sky Conference analyst, and uh, then with Andrew Houghton bringing out the men's league. The women's league, it went about according to uh, exactly how we thought it would in terms of the first and second team selections. That's mm-hmm. all we really got through yesterday. But the one thing uh, that I just can't wrap my mind around is Darian White was not the MVP. I'm not saying she w- should be the MVP, but I do find it crazy that Montana State's star senior point guard will complete her career without an MVP. That, that's amazing to me. She is if, if most valuable is defined by most impactful to winning, Darian White is one of the greatest players in the history of the Big Sky Conference. She played, but she was the starting point guard as a true freshman on the team that set the single-season record for league wins in a, in a campaign with 19 of them. That MSU team was absolutely fast-tracking to the NCAA tournament, but the, then COVID canceled the championship game. Mm-hmm. And then these last two years... She's been incomparable. She's been unbelievable, and uh, uh, you know, first team All League selection. She's a she's got multiple Defensive Players of the Year uh, awards under her belt. And again, Kalasha Dean out of Sac State, absolutely worthy. Sac State shares their first Big Sky title ever. I just have to acknowledge that I think in my 17 years covering Big Sky Conference women's basketball, that Darian White's one of the best players I've ever covered, just in terms of her ability to impact winning. She's the best defensive player That's I've ever bold. I mean, and I'm not saying bold to, to minimize what you're saying. I'm just thinking 17 years. For sure, man. Like, that's... I mean, she, dude, there's some ballers you're talking she's about. She's about to be the second all-time leading scorer in the history of Montana State, and that's like the seventh best thing that she does. I mean, she's a True. Seven, she's a 1,700-point scorer. She's going to have over 500 assists. I mean, she had 13... Re- she's 5'4". She had 13 rebounds right. on right. senior night right. uh, against uh, right. Eastern Washington on Monday. But more than anything, though, it's the wins, man. I mean, she was the starting point yeah. guard on the, on the best record in league history as a freshman, okay. and then has kept... Going, okay. chipping away at it. If and when they win the Big Sky Tournament, go the NCAA Tournament, uh, she'll have basically three Big Sky rings in four years. There's no one really that, besides old lady Grizz that can say anything like that. So, I, again, I'm not mm-hmm. arguing that Darian White should have been the MVP. I just think there should be some sort of, like, career achievement award that she gets. But here's the thing, though. I like that. They, I, but here's I what, agree. Guess, here's what her career achievement award can be. If she goes to the Big Sky Tournament and gets the Big Sky Tournament MVP and leads her team to the big dance... She could say, hey, not all trophies are created equal. I got my trophy. We're going dancing. You can have your MVP from the regular season. Bye. <laughs> Two E's, seven Y's, and a couple of I's. Big Sky Spotlight presented by Dave Maldonado and Maldonado Law. Okay, uh, how about on the men's side? I think the way that this is all boiled down, this is fascinating. You were in studio the Friday after what I'm going to call Judgment Day for the University of Montana. Oh, we were all on that. They got smoked. They scored two points in the last 16 minutes against like Sac a State. Cigar. It was it was uh, it was like nothing I've ever seen because not only did they play horrendously offensively, then you could tell Travis Takir wanted to make a statement. He benched most of his players and oh, then son. and then gave them the cold shoulder. And we were sitting here thinking, "Wow, this is a low point for Grizz basketball." Guess it what? Was. Guess what? They've only lost once since then. They're the hottest team in the league going eight into the nine, Big Sky tournament. Eight and nine. Uh, it's been amazing to watch. I, you know, I think you and I we were fair in the fact that we were saying, you know, 
a three and six start and getting blown out at Sac State, and that ain't where you're supposed to be if you're the Grizz. See what happens when we talk. People listen. It's like E.F. Hutton going but back to 1983. I do think they deserve a ton of credit though, because they fundamentally changed the way that they play. They started moving the ball better. They started maximizing their shooting. They just look completely different offensively. And uh, you could tell they have a hierarchy of leadership, too. They're kind of falling in line, and Travis DeCure finally has an extension on the court and on and Moody, and then they also have Josh Bannon, kind of the stoic guy, and that's been the key to their success. They hit bottom. Right. They hit bottom. And a lot of times people are like, man, I don't want to ever hit rock bottom. I don't ever want to fall, you know, off the chair or off the horse or whatever the proverb is for that day. If my son was in here right now, son, why do we fall? And he'd look, me, he'd look you dead in the eye and say, Mr. Coulter, so we can get back up. Yep. And that's what happened with the Grizz. They fell from grace. And you know what? They didn't pout. I mean, yep. there was there was a little bit of that. But they had their coming to whoever moment. Yep. Got down and dirty. Had the cries in the feels. Got the cerebral cortex massage and the ego massage at the same time. And now they're balling. The, what I, what, what, the biggest thing that I see when I watch um, men's Grizz basketball in, in this span of eight wins within the last nine games, Coulter, they're actually playing like a team. Yep. And it doesn't look like five thumbs out there. Yep. If you get what I'm saying. Someone's a pinky, someone's a ring finger, someone's a thumb, someone's the palm. But what we're seeing are people playing together, and they look like they want to play for each other. That's the other thing, too, is I thought Travis Secure gave a great quote on this show. He said, we did what families have to do. Sometimes as a family, you got to yell at each other before you hug each other. Oh, you got you got to have some conflict before you love each other. Oh, yeah. And I think that was the thing is they got all these transfers and... uh, all these unknown uh, people, guys that don't really know each other. They've only played together for 15, 16, 17 games, whatever. They had to have a blow-up, and then everybody was like, oh, okay, I see how it goes. You, We need this. We need this from each other. They defined that. You know what I – you know, I'm going to zoom out even further from that is they had roles, but there was no relationship. Yes, right. And when you have a relationship that helps define your roles instead of the other way around, then you start winning games. Develop your relationships and your roles will fall into place. If you just deal with roles, the relationship isn't always there. Big Sky Spotlight presented by Dave Maldonado and Maldonado Law. Visit BigSkyDefender.com. Don't fight the insurance companies by yourself. If you've been charged with a DUI or you got criminal charges or you've been in a car accident, you've been hurt and it wasn't your fault, Dave has more than 10 years of legal experience. Their firm will represent your best interest in the courtroom, one of the most successful trial lawyers in the state of Montana. You can call his Butte office, 406-2905. That's 299-2905. Or you can call him in Missoula as well, 552-4653 today. Uh, We'll break down the bracket for the Big Sky Conference in hour number two, and we're also going to learn more about what's going on around the wide world of high school basketball in here in the city of Missoula, in the Garden City. It's part of our Garden City Spotlight. Plus, maybe we'll fit in a little soccer I gotta as well. I got to go. I know you do. I got to go, baby. I got to go educate some people. Uh, I just got a pre- presentation tonight. Good luck, man. Thanks for uh, getting warmed up with us. Oh, I warmed up, caffeinated, got some protein, some handshakes, a field pass. I'm shaking like a test pilot in a new plane. <laughs> Let's go, baby. got to love it. Hour one of the books, hour two coming at you. Nuan is now ESPN Radio. 
Get commencement ready at the Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Their grad fair sale is going on right now if you visit msubookstore.org. Free regalia. When you purchase a diploma frame at the MSU Bookstore, you can obviously visit the MSU Bookstore on the Montana State campus. The Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Visit on campus or at msubookstore.org.